0: All right, everyone's seemed to be loving the Ian Blink McDonald podcast. So we've got one of his buddies in here today, Johnny Boy Steel. You may have seen his video on James English, doing really well there. And Johnny Boy has come down all the way from Edinburgh today. He's been driving all day long to come south of London. So thanks for coming on this such a long journey man yeah you're welcome i just read about your piece in vice magazine they had uh three different prisons they featured who'd done escapes you've served almost 20 years you've had a few escape situations yourself yeah should we start out with one of your escape stories yeah
1: well first and foremost i'd like to say thank you for having me on the, the show Sean, and it gives me an opportunity to, to to put a message across not just for <laughs> entertainment but also, as an education to let the younger generation know that it's not a glamorous life. It's really pretty fucked up, you know what I mean? And sometimes it's hard to get away from there. So, regardless how funny and how hysterical or how sad you may think the stories are, I'm telling you the truth. That isn't glamorous. And if I could turn back a clock, I probably would, but that that's never ever going to happen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, I can tell you about the escape that we we would we, be done for Balenyi Prison in Glasgow. I was doing a twelve years at the time. Uh, my brother Jim was doing a twelve years. I was in for assault and robberies. Jim was in for a gangland shooting, and another friend he was in for murder. So we, we had a riot in Peterhead Prison in 1979 where we stormed the punish, punishment block and took control for for five days and five nights. You know, really battling against severe. Extreme conditions back in the day, talking Victorian rules and regulations, where people had to use chamber pots. You know, two and three guys in the one cell using chamber pots to piss and shitting. And um, so, and it, it wasn't it wasn't meant to be a good place, but it was the worst place in Scotland as far as prisons went. And of course, there was there were a lot of tough guards there, all big Highlanders, and most of the prisoners that was in there were Glaswegians or cells. So, when we're fighting against inhumanity, really, and and injustice, in extreme conditions, regardless of why we were there in the first place, it didn't make us any better. It wasn't going to turn us out a, a better subject for getting back into society. If anything, it, it made matters worse, and you know, done so much damage psychologically that there was really no... There was no scars to see, no stitches that could be stitched up. Or the damage was internal. I mean you can hop your trench and you can go into your stitches you know, or your or your jag, your um antiseptic jag. But with the psychological long term damage, it's really, really hard, you know, for, for people to recognise what's going on in somebody's mind. that has been damaged so long with our prison system that's geared to torment you and break your spirit.
0: I only did six years and, you know, I felt starting to get institutionalised, but to do almost 20 years, yeah. I would be mental right now, especially, you know, yeah. the conditions you endured.
1: Yeah. Well, that was the whole idea of your prison system, was to break your spirit. And it's that breaking the spirit that does the untold damage. And <sighs> they've known about the damage that's getting done for years on prisoners, but they didn't really care. Just like in Veerbelt, the prisoner who was ending his long-term sentence would come out that door. No sooner back into society and back in the next door. So it, there was never really any help there. Never no hordes of psychiatrists or psychologists waiting for you at the front gate to, to take you take you away and, and, and have a look at your head to see what damage that the prison system had done. You were just left to your own devices mm-hmm. and put back into the same society that sent you away in the first place. So there was no there was really no checks and balances. It was just a it was just a job for the prison warders. And people would just get through back into the streets and recommitted another crime and right back in where they started. So it's quite a sad situation. And I'm only a fucked up prisoner, and I could see that. I can I can see the damage that the the system was doing. And I'm not saying I was any cleverer than anybody else, but the amount of time that I spent there in solitary, I fucking learned enough for what.
0: How long did you spend in solitary?
1: Through through the through the sixteen year sentence, probably about five. Between five and six years Jesus in solitary Christ, confinement. Five
0: years in solitary. But that was
1: that was for, for, for rebelling. Okay. I ended up I get classed as the most punished and the most disruptive prisoner in the penal history of Scotland.
0: Most punished <laughs> prison in the history of Scotland's prison yeah. history. Yeah.
1: yeah. And the most disruptive. And most
0: disruptive. But
1: that wasn't <laughs> through choice. That, that wasn't because I wanted to be. That was yeah. the only way I could find it surviving.
0: Yeah. I
1: couldn't get through that system. Mm-hmm. And the only thing that was on on my mind was 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 to to go against the system.
0: Yeah.
1: You know, sometimes it's easier that you fight the system than it is to accept it, because to Mm -hmm. accept it, it it destroys you. It really does. Yeah. But to rebel against it, then you feel as if you've got a better life back in you.
0: When, When I was getting my writing smuggled out of the jail, that was my rebellious nature kicking in. I want to expose what's going on here, you know, guards murdering mentally ill prisoners and all this kind of stuff. Yeah, yeah.
1: Well, anyway... That's where I started off. With. I started off trying to escape through, through a tunnel in a football field.
0: A tunnel in a football
1: field. Yeah, because in, in the football <laughs> field, which was nicknamed the Burma Road, yeah, because it's it's conditions, the the, the murky conditions, mm-hmm. and the holes and the holes. So that was the, that's where the prison um, football field was. But you couldn't be in a football field if you were a category of prisoner. You're only really out there if you were a just an ordinary prison. So put...
0: Category A is like Supermax, max.
1: Yeah. yeah, Supermax, I. So this was before they put me on Supermax. So I spoke to an old con who, who, was, who was really old. It was an old friend of the family. And uh, I spoke to him about, you know, trying to escape. And he says to me, I can show you something, Johnny, said, but I need to find that. He says, down there, and he pointed to the, to the breakwater, because the breakwater was built by the prisoners that Peter Heed away back in, in the... In the, in the, in the the early nineteen hundreds, the breakwater at Aberdeen, Aberdeen uh, Peterhead Harbour. So, and apparently that the, there was a lot of Napoleonic prisoners involved, and in somewhere along the way, building these prisons for for Perth Jail, and and apparently they were doing it for the same semi- for for Prison. That was built, in, I think it was eighteen fifty. Peterhead Prison was built, oh, yeah. and uh, <clears throat> so this all prisoner says to me. He says they used to bring the prisoners for the breakwater, right under the football field, Johnny, right in and right into the prison. And I went, really, and he went, yeah. And he said that's why they brought the prisoners in, you know, rather than take them away at the main the main gatehouse and away round a couple of miles away round to, to to the breakwater. So anyway, he says to me, this is where they brought them up, and and there's, there's there should be a there should be evidence of that. He said, no, and we need to find that. So he had us looking for this, this big, this massive steel slab or concrete slab. So we had a spike, and all the prisoners in Peterhead wore duffel coats long, long um, ex military duffel coats. You know, you talk about really, really expensive material mm-hmm. for you know, because Peterhead was so cold. You know, way up in the cold north of Scotland, you know, the waters are freezing, the, the place is freezing, and they've made a granite block, and it looks even more cold. So anyway, we found this. We've got these spikes, and the guys have got them in their duffel coats, and they're walking about the football field, stabbing the ground, till the vit- <laughs> the vit- so they eventually found this. That's I mean, where they got the spikes from. Yeah, they come from the, the sheds which's down there. The sheds. They've got concrete sheds. and Okay. They- They've got um woodwork sheds, they've got metal sheds for 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 the for the ordinary prisoners, no no for the maximum yep. security prisoners there. So I found this and in the football field there was two football teams. One was called the Hams and the Bams. One was called the Hams and the other team was called the Bams, meaning the fools and the idiots. And it was a free for all, you know, everybody was for a laugh. So we gets, we found the we found this this manhole. So I had a couple of fellas standing in front of me, standing in front of me, but I was I was behind them, hiding behind their duffel coats, and got this this metal this metal concrete slab up, and I had a homemade torch, and I could see down, I could see the stairs going down, yeah, and I could see down, and it was, it was going it was going for quite some 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 some, some while, but then there was a massive brick wall. So I I couldn't really go any further. So I come back out and I say to the guys, Well, that that's definitely going to be hit. And all we need today now is we got a couple of a couple of weapons to for me to dig through, a couple of bits of steel to, to dig through the wall. So and that's exactly what we've done. We made we made a we made my head torch, me and the few guys that was involved in it. There was only a few guys that was involved in it in the beginning. But then as people go to hear about it, people all, all wanted to jump in the bandwagon. And the and the trouble was about that the Jews are full of fucking snitches mm-hmm. and the Jews are full of good guys and you know, but also full of snitches and some of the good guys and even snitches you fucking walk that one out you're good. So anyway, I'm doing a couple of week, I'm doing a couple of weekends because I can only get doing on a Saturday or a Sunday because that's the only time we can go to the football field to to watch the actual football take place with amongst the prisoners. And the prisoner, the prison referee, the referee in the prison, was a guy called George Drummond, they called nicknamed him Bagnelli. And he was a referee, but he was a professional referee in life. And he was also a snitch, but he was a snitch that was accepted as being a snitch. No, I'm not kidding. <clears throat> and I'll give you an example, because when George Drummond came into the prison, the governor's, the head warden, and and, and the guards would make sure that George got access to all to, the tobacco. Could he be he was a tobacco baron and there was tobacco barns all over the jail. And sometimes it would create problems and some poor cunt couldn't he, some poor guy couldn't he couldn't he pay pay his debt.
0: So they're running a tobacco store in the jail. Aye. And how does that work? They give it you on credit?
1: Yeah, yeah, you, you could go you could go to big George Drummond and say, um I put a five to one one on, on, and he would give him a bit of tobacco and if he won, Big George would need to pile him back five times. Five now, times? Yeah. So what anyway, but Big George Drummond, he, 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 he was, he's the only guy I, I could say, honestly say, that I've ever met in my life who was accepted as being a snitch <laughs> because he had access to everything. He, he had access. So when he came into prison, the guards gave him Large boxes of tobacco and and Mars bars and sweets for him to run the show, because it, I know he was a snitch, but he he was a fair guy. He, he wouldn't he wouldn't have anybody getting slashed for debt or nothing like that. He he he, he did a wise. Plus he plus he was a fucking raging homosexual, mm-hmm. so he would a wise of paying debt. But no any no no everybody and anybody was raped because because he wanted to rape them. You wouldn't get raped in jail unless you were fucking part and parcel. Of it, or it happened. It's as simple as that. And nobody ran about to jail raping people because it was they wouldn't be tolerating in Scotland. Eventually, like ever happened that kept my doors. So anyway, like George Drummond's a referee, and he doesn't know I'm doing this. He doesn't know. I can't. He can't tell this guy. And I'm not saying he would have me personally, but he just can't tell anybody. The only people it should know is the people that's actually involved. In the escape attempt, so I'm doing and I'm and I'm digging. I've got a got a nice wee bar and I'm and I'm digging through the wall, digging through this brick wall that's that's blocked up so you can get access into the brick <clears throat> So I come back up and I think the time's right and I come back up and I go back up with ladders and I'm listening. Cause I can hear the I can hear the all cheering in the football, and I've also got the the dink dink, dink get up out of there they are ready to call us all in mm-hmm. so I came up this, this this day, Sunday I believe it was and, um, and I'm, I'm, I'm up the ladder and I, I can't hear nothing and I'm thinking what the fuck's going on here so anyway I, I goes up the, up the ladder and I've got my hands raised like this and I've pushed this slab and I'm looking down the football field and I can't, I can't see anybody. The fucking place is empty. I don't think they've all escaped and left me down there. Who the fuck was everybody went to? So, anyway, what had happened was Big George Drummond and the rest of the prisoners, apart from the prisoners who knew what I was up to, the rest of the prisoners and the football players, the prisoners, it was so cold that day. They must have dropped about three or four below zero. So Big George big George Drummond blew the whistle for the for the for the game to end long before its time. And everybody was took back into through these big massive gates for the Burma Road and back into the mainstream in the prison where the halls are situated. So I'm looking out and I can't see nobody and I'm thinking, what the hell's happened here? So anyway, I get up. And I could see, see seeing a couple of screws down at the main gate amongst like sliding doors. So and I can't I can't I can't kneel and I can't stand. I've got to come. I'm like a crocodile, and I've got this slab back on, and I'm moving like a crocodile. And and into the wee cubicles the toilets, where 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 the, where the prisoners can use these wee dilapidated toilets that are fucking really bad, they're stinking, and they're falling apart. So I'm in there. And I'm looking out and I, and I can hear them saying there's one down in the count, so I, I know then they're looking for me. And I thought, fucking hell, what am I going to do? So I pulled my shirt out and ruffled my hair up and you know, tore a bit of the shirt. And uh, I came out and I was walking down to the in the football field, but I have deliberately kicked the gravel so they would look round and see me. And uh, this guy says to me, where the hell have you been, man, in one of the guards? I said, oh, and I, and I chimed my story, because I was going to say I was fighting. I went, oh, I fell asleep up there. He went, oh, Christ Almighty, he says. But he talk like, oh, Christ Almighty. <laughs> Gang of all in there. And, and that means, Jesus Christ, get in there. It's bloody freezing. <laughs> so anyway, I was just about to walk through the gate, and this chief, this chief warder, he says to me, wait, he says, where exactly were you sleeping? And I went, up there, and... He looked at his staff, his, his guard, and he went, I can assure you wasn't he wasn't up there. He said, we've checked all that area. And I don't know they're looking for me at this time until I'm walking down the park. So he says to me, right, they've locked the jail down. The whole jail's in lockdown. Yeah, the fucking, the was was gone, and the jail's in lockdown. So he's got me. he says to me, right, you're going to the punishment block. We need to know what you were up to. So I'm in the punishment block. And, and, and the cell windows are quite high and, 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 the, and the ledge is at a 45 degree angle. So you can't take a runny up and hold on because you would just slide off unless, unless you had a broken pane of glass you could put your hand on it and pull yourself up. <clears throat> so I'm lying after about 20 minutes or so and this, this guard comes from my door, a guy called Bert Young. He, he was an alright fella for somebody who worked in the punishment block because they were all bad Hard hearted bastards, and of that, you know. So he opens my cell door and he says, he says, fell asleep, huh? He, he fell asleep, really. He says, do you know what they're calling you up there in the halls? No, I are not going to give a shot when anybody's calling me. I said, I'm fucking telling you I fell asleep. He said, they're calling you in the mole. He said, they're all shouting out for the cell windies. the mole's been caught. <laughs> well, I fucking have my laugh. So anyway, he left. I've jumped up the and I can hear them. I hear them shut If you want one cell, one; if you want halt the other. The ball's been caught. So the the, the guys have went out to the football field. They've now realised that, that I'm not a fucking tunnel. So they went out to the football field, and they're searching, and they've they've they've, they've got their big poles as well. They're looking, they're looking for holes, and then and of course they found that. So the Governor, a guy called andrew Andrew gallica who, <clears throat> who was excess and he, he, and he was a he, he was a fucking maniac is
0: this the one blink was talking said, about with the slasher
1: hi said this is Andy gallica but he, he, he's a, he, he was a hard bastard he was a fair bastard as well because he didn't just treat us like shit, he also treated the screws as shit <laughs> and, and, and he, 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 for long enough. He went through his career with a vote of no confidence off of the prison warders, prison guards. That wasn't touch, such times they fucking he was fighting with we Bobby Brody in the cell to <laughs> the prisoner and the governor were fighting and of course the, the prisoner had a, a scalpel and went to slash the governor. I think he might have got in the back of the neck. But they've pounced on him and got him down and the governor slashed Bobby It It's a well known case. <laughs> the governor slash, slash Bobby Brody across the face, of. But anyway, the governor says I've just been disturbed with my fucking tea, and I said, "Well, I've just been disturbed with my fucking sleep." I was lying in that field. He said, "Not give me that shit." He said, "I know who put, I know who put you up to this." He mm-hmm. says, "It was either the Paddens—that's my mother's brothers—they were all safe blazers—and eh? they were all quite well known and notorious." If it wasn't the paddings that was your fucking dad. Because my dad done a stunt oh my ba- my brothers had all beaten to Peter prison as well, long before my time, and plus my dad. I said, nah, I don't know what you're talking about. So anyway, I go I go a, a visiting committee came to take remission off me. And that's that's how they worked up. The governor can only take so much remission off you. That means to give you an example, we me doing the I get sentenced to twelve years, right? So I could have been out in eight years with be good behaviour, and if I was, if it was otherwise, they need four years that they could take half of me, and I could be in the twelve years. So they they called it remission on a sentence, and it was really just to keep the peace with prisoners to give them that wee bit a wee bit of hope. You know what I mean? It's
0: a good time in America. Sorry. It's called good time in Is it? America,
1: right? It's yeah. so a good yeah. time. So anyway, They um. They brought the visiting committee, and, and it's a body of, of three or four people who are shopkeepers in the local village, just outside the prison. Or, or they could be, reti- or they could be doctors, or retired doctors, or, or retired shopkeepers. So they've called me into the governor's office, and I mean, you go into his office. This is the head warden, Andy Gallica, Mad, Mad Slasher Gallica. So he says, "Right," he says, "We know what you're up to." And of course I've got, I'm a, I'm only twenty-two or twenty-three at the time I, I'm fucking I'm really young looking. I mean I've got I, that's why they call me Johnny Boy. I've always been a, a young looking guy, even though I've been called Johnny Boy since I was young height. So I, I I denied all knowledge and I went, nah, 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 fuck out of with me. So this wee lady this wee lady who's part of the this visiting committee, who's there to take permission off of me and and to punish me for that. She says, "Um, where exactly was he going?" And Andy got they've got the big map out. They've got the map of the grounds out. Yeah. So uh, and he went, "Well, we we'll need to remove the prisoner. You'll he, need to go outside because we we can't let him hear or see what, what what's going on in this, this map." And that's exactly what they done. So the wee woman says, "The wee lady says, I think we should be lenient on him. He's only young. And he's a long time ahead, and." Uh, well, I think we should be lenient as a punishment. So yeah, I think they took 60 days of remission of me and I got a, a 60 day stunt in solitary confinement. And um, that was my, my first attempt to, to escape him. And thereafter came Mariah in Peterhead Prison. When, and we, we understand that at, in Peterhead Prison, You've got the, the, the segregation unit, which is separated from the mainstream of the jail. It's got its own wall. It's got its own exercise yard and its own silence cell. So, and 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 that that's what the 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 the, the, the screws loved it because everybody was scared that You know what I mean? And you heard the stories come out and you know and think of the the the, the 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 brutality and mm. you know and your bed was took off you during the day. Yeah, you, you had a big old bed back in the day. that was on hinges, Sean. And you, 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 during the day, you had to put it up against the wall with a big hook, and your bedding was kept to outside. And all you were really allowed in was a, with a, with a wooden chair. You couldn't sit down. You had to. You had to sit in a chair, or you, or you got a book if if you were if you weren't acting up, or the Bible. Yeah. So anyway, it was quite extreme. And and it was really it was really psychologically it was really brutal you know what I mean it, was real, and it scares you for life and these kind of these kind of scenes in your, in your in your mind's eye you know what I mean when you look back that's haunting so anyway that that was their pride and joy and and, and that's what they had gone from. if anybody stepped stepped out of line he get sent to the segregation unit it's got his own big double doors with a latch and and it's all uh, it's all psychological, but it's still it still bad, you know. So I met up with a wee crew, and I went, fuck this man. I said, we we'll need you a dash. we we'll need you to put, try and put a stoke jar fucking. We would nothing to live for. We were, we were all fucked up. And then we were born into this. This was just a challenge. This was a fucking... We were like, Eehaw! So about, about 12 years ago they get up, and we're off to of Glasgow. Yeah, we're off to of Glasgow, and uh, we went, fuck it. We'll storm the punishment blocks, and and we'll try and put an end to the fucking. Try and get, try and make conditions better. I mean, fucking, I was in a twelve stretch. I hadn't even seen a fucking pool table in the jail. We've only allowed a pool table. I mean, a table tennis table. We used to just walk about for landings, near tears, and we used to just visit each other and each other's cells. And some guys would play cards, and some guys would be sitting subversive of activities, whether it be politics or, or killing the screws, because that was quite often spoke about escaping and murdering all the screws and, you know, I suppose it released a lot of attention for a lot of people so anyway, I have like to my brother, my brother Jim's come in, he's doing the 12 sweats. He's done for shooting a guy in a in Glasgow in a, in a gangland, gang, gangland shooting and um, so he's come up with Peter Heed and we join up. But before, I, I was in Beliney myself my 12-year my sentence to start off with, because that's a transit prison, and you've got to wait there to be transferred to to whatever prison they think suitable for you. And, of course, Peter had been the worst prison in, in the country. That's where all the guys like myself went. I mean, So anyway, when, when I got my 12-year, my brother Jim came up to visit me in Beliney, he went, when are you on the draft? When are you going on the draft for for period prison? Because in these days they told you when you when when you were getting moved. So they, they Jim says to me, "Well, fuck it, we're not letting you go, Johnny. We're going to take you at the bus because we knew the route the bus went." He said, "We will we'll take you. We will take you at the bus," and they had the tools, not necessarily to murder anybody, but you know, just to just to fucking get me away. So I'm in cell and berlin the night before my transfer, and I'm more excited because I'm thinking I'm walking out here tomorrow, and I've, I've only been sitting a while. Eh? I said about here tomorrow, thinking to myself, and a, and a guy shouted, at, "A friend of mine shouted at a cell block one day, along to my window. he went come up your window." He said, "Have you heard the news?" And I went, "No, what is it?" And he went, "Jim's on the run for shooting that fella in the in the, in the club in Glasgow." And uh, I think he's been arrested, and I thought, fucking never. So that was the end of the escape plan. Mm-hmm. So they couldn't get me out because Jim had been done. So he ends up, Peter here with me, with my brother Jim. So anyway, we decided, well, fuck it, we'll have a riot. And that's exactly what we've done. And this was probably one of the, probably the first major riot I've ever seen in Scottish prisons. And um. So we've all, we're all tooled up, we've all got iron bars that we've all managed to get, and we've all got our duffel coats on, and we're all walking around the exercise here, just waiting in the moment in time, when uh, we went, right, hey, fuck it, go for it. So we've all ran around the back uh, the uh, B-hole, which was adjacent to, to, to another hole, which was adjacent to a, a corridor, which was adjacent to the, to the punishment block, so we we're all running, we we're all screaming fucking obscenities at the screws and fucking, and we we're all party gangs back in the day. And some some cunt shouting, "Comey, ya bastard! somebody shouting, "Chetto." So everybody's shouting at their gang names. We're all fucking back in the street. So <laughs> <laughs> it seems we're all back in the street. Fucking forgot <laughs> we're in the jail. So anyway, when it comes up through 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 this this, this corridor and onto this this part of the punishment block roof. With the skylights and and we've we've caved all the windies and we we're climbing down the ropes like fucking commandos and to get the screws out all the guards they're fucking the other stone with the right shoes and and we were all fucking big boulders and so we've eventually we've eventually managed to get them out after after fucking a 3 hour battle mm-hmm. so we've got them out the punishment block and we've barricaded ourselves in so that they can't go and get us yeah there's only one door in and that's we've double doors we've barricaded them. So I'm running out the cells talking to the prisoners. I say, right, you are out of here. I say, it's a fucking free-for-all. Are you might you joining the crew? And some wanted to date and, and some prisoner didn't want to know. Some prisoners just wanted a, a cigarette. I just gave a cigarette in. <laughs> I'm like, fucking kidding us on, man. we got a chance to fucking wreck this place. And that's exactly what we've done. We wrecked it. We had five, the guys that didn't want to surrender, the guys that didn't want to surrender, we go out. We broke them out. The guys that didn't want to get involved, and you had to respect their, their wishes. Ah, eh? we yeah. sold them. We sold them with the guards for tea bags and fucking bandages and 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 Mars bars and and big ditches of soup because we were soaked. They they had the hoses on. Us. They fucking they flooded the place with mm. all, all the power hoses. You know. So anyway, there's one, there's one guy in particular, a guy called Dadger. I go to the spy hole and I went, You want out of here? And there's a fucking maniac showing that this, this, this guy's a real serious maniac. You know, and he was done for killing a wee fella, you wee midget. He chopped this fucking guy He kind could, he of could just punched this guy in the face and knocked him out. We decided when he chopped the guy up, and put him in a suitcase
0: Bloody
1: and hell. put part of him in the back of his television. And then phoned a the lawyer and said, I've just killed somebody. And the lawyer came out and he went, No fucking lawyer. Went, Pfft. He said, I seen this cunt stand at the door, this big maniac. The lawyer refused to go in. A guy called Joe Botrami. So Joe will try and we say, oh, I heard on the phone, the police. So then that's what they've done. But anyway, they've got this maniac in his cell and I'm like, You want out of here? He's like, Yeah, fucking get him out of here. So we, we've got these iron bars and, and, and they're about maybe three or four inches wide, we're about an inch, half an inch or an inch thick. So we can't get the iron bar through the spy hole, no where the screws peek through the peak hole. So we've made our way up to the attic and in the attic there's a ventilating system which which, which runs adjacent. An archaic fucking ventilating system that runs into every cell for hot and cold air, but it's like a, it's like a, it's like a big big long oven with big steel doors on them. So if you ever broke out your your, your shaft in the, in the cell, you couldn't, you were in, you be trapped in this concrete block. So we've got this concrete block door opened, and I've got this flat bar. So I'm, I'm above Ad's cell. The guy killed me. I'm I, I'm talking to him through his ventilating system. His ventilating system's here and there are one's on the wall over there. One's hot air and one's cold. <clears throat> so I say to him, kick that kick that vent in. 'Cause it's only cast iron. I said, kick that fucking vent in. So he's he's kicking the vent in and smashed the vent, and we'll drop the iron bar right down. So he's got the iron bar in, in his cell. And like I say, see, the windows are quite high up, and Maybe may be about six feet off the off the ground, and, and also runs at a forty-five degree angle. So he's meant to be digging his door for the inside, Sean, and we're digging the door for the outside. You know the hinges to to help get this guy freed.
0: The maniac.
1: He, he decides he's going to smash all his wendies. And, and there's about fifty wee windies, small, thick panes of glass, <coughs> maybe about fifty. So he started to smash all his hmm. windows, and I'm what the fuck. And I hear him screaming, I and mean, then fucking I'm, so we've got away. We're away doing something. I'm hearing as this maniac screaming <laughs> we're back, and he's bio the screws. The, the guards had concentrated the the, the the power hoses on his window. And this kind was swam the his cell <laughs> up there. <earth. laughs> he couldn't even swim. <laughs> but we got him out. You and, got him out. i got him out. Aye, and we took him onto the roof. Right. And we showed him ass. And by this time we've got we've got some of the guards' shields and yeah. sticks that we were fighting with, and the and deal. them man. But we done that for five days and five nights, and and and, and the rest of the jail kicked off. All the prisoners were flinging uh, burning blankets, wow. and sheets, and newspapers, and other prisoners managed to get out during an exercise period, and and climb up onto their roof, yeah. so the, the riot kind of spread through throughout the prison. But they, 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 we found us we found us out through a newspaper report that. No, a newspaper report. Sorry, a radio report. Because we had a radio. We had a radio. We'd access to the prison reception, where everybody's clothes were, or us civilian clothes. So every time we get soaked with the hoses, we just went down to the reception and we changed into know, fuck knows who the suits for were. <laughs> we're wearing dry clothes anyway. But then, mate, we, we hear a radio report because there's, there's an airplane circling, and we can see the guys with the TV cameras. They're hanging at the window. And the, the the authorities are trying to hush it up. They're trying to keep it quiet. So anyway, they came over the radio report that they, they they had to they had to bring the fire brigade in to pump more water back into the prison because every pint of water that was in the prison they pumped into the prison cell block where where we had, we, we we took control. So they were trying to flood us out here and and they done quite a good job yet. But we are there for five days and five nights and. And it was good. It I, I, I was fucking good. It was, it was better to be up there and then down there in that dungeon. Lying in that. So bed. you're on the
0: roof for five days and five nights. Yeah. So do you, like, feel... Is there a point where you just, like, feel so tired and so exhausted? No. You're on sleep, or is adre- pure oh, yeah, adrenaline just thought, keeping you going?
1: It was all madness, mate. All madness.
0: Fucking sheer madness, you know. <laughs> you could have stayed up there for ten days. Yeah.
1: And, I, <laughs> and I'm being honest with you, I could have done my whole sentence up there. You know, but... <laughs> Anyway, so, so, <coughs> so after, after some of the guys, they brought the Secretary of State for Scotland then in, into the exercise yard. We, we all got the screws, and the, fucking talking about 100-node screws and our big shields. And, and um, we had the governor there, who was a guy called George Ningo at the time. Andrew Gallagher's sons left and went to become the head governor in Bollinie. So, and they've got a lawyer a solicitor for the, the village in Peterhead. So they're at they're, the they're exercise, and they're trying to negotiate a deal if we, if we surrender. But, but, you know, there'll be no brutality. So we had a vote who's all right to go down. And uh, everybody was going to do their part for me and, and for the other guys.
0: The maniacs stay up there.
1: Maniacs stay there, aye. aye. <laughs> but, uh, so we were up there and, uh, well, the maniac tried to get fly in the loft. He tried, he fucking tried to be a way though. He thought he was a wise guy. And we were all sitting at the bonfire and we were cooking, cooking toast and whatever. We be bonfire going up there and we were cooking our, our food and whatever. We got after after the screws for, for exchanging the prisoners. So he's sitting, he's got a, a, a metal rod and he's got whatever he had on the end there. I don't know, it was a sausage or a, a, a bit of meat or whatever. And uh, he says to anybody in particular, I'd love to stick this ring into some cunt's kidney and eat their liver. Just open them up and eat them. Say, so well, like, anybody, ah, no, are you okay? you fine, you okay now. You want any more food? So we're all tic-tac teacher. We're like, well, we need to go down. You just stay here and guard the fort biggie. we have been down the stairs to to see if we can get any more clothing because we're all soaked. Stay here and just make sure nobody's going to storm us and give us the wire so we 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 really went down to the to the reception out of sight of this maniac, and the reason we went down there because we knew we, had to, we were going to have to do something with him because we, we couldn't we just couldn't let this kind of fucking thing was going to butcher any of us and any of our friends, you know what I mean? And uh, so so we had a vote on it. We had a vote on and doing this kind of, and um, we, the plan was was to put him in the water tank in the loft in The attic and uh, the building that we accommodated. So, we, we, were, we were going to say, Right, if we have to do what we're going to do here. Then, we need to put this, we need to do this and put him in the tank and surrender and just say, Oh, he's up there at bonfire. He doesn't want to come down. And we were going to blame it on the, on the guards. So, we took a vote, and it was quite it was quite a serious situation, you know what I mean? Because it could have meant that everybody else getting a life sentence on Tappy, or something, some okay, of them, you some know, of you life, yeah. So anyway, we took a vote and uh, a couple of guys didn't they, didn't they want to get involved. They, they they went, fuck this man, I don't don't mind a riot and, and fight for but fucking that's gonna be fucking a whole new ball game, that we fucking end up in life sentences. So that was the only thing that saved us this bastard. But he knew we were on to him and he could kinda of kept his distance, you know. That was just his way of trying to intimidate people, but he, he knew we were on the ball, you know. So anyway, they all surrender, and we's me, my pal Archie, me guy called Smiddy, me Dynamo, and this fucking maniac butchered this Me, midget. So we're refusing to come down. So, so my brother, name they, they were all hugging each other and saying cheerio, and that we don't know what the fuck's going to happen. Once, once they get us, once they get us in the clutches, done there. So we're all saying cheerio, each other and hugging and. The usual crap into it will catch up with you sometime. Whatever the day we'll all meet up again and we'll fucking we'll, we'll steam in again. This isn't the end. This is only the beginning. <laughs> so, anyway, I'm still, I'm still in the attic and I hear the governor, George Dingwall, shouting, Well, what's happening with the rest of you? So I'm out and i give them a finger. I said, What's fucking happening? You get to fuck, we're not coming down. So, we're up in the attic and and there's only there's only a few of at this time, so we're trying to block all the holes, that so that the screws can't storm it, storm through there. And um, the fucking next thing, we're all choking with smoke. They bastards set the they set the reception and fire the screws, the guards, and to to smoke us out. Then, which eventually it did it did smoke us out. Then when they got us down. They told all the prisoners that we burnt all our clothing, and it, and they all they were all putting claims in for our Savile Row suits and fucking crocodile shoes. <laughs> they, they were all made a fortune with it. because they all got a claim? But they blamed us for burning the clothing, whereas an actual fact that it was fucking them that lit the fire in the reception because we're we're now up in the attic. We've 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 lost control of the in ground floor, and the screws are all in there now because they're prisoners of Sandal. So. And after I think I think I'm fucking I think I went into a self induced coma before the first blow was struck on me. It was a gauntlet when you came off a big gauntlet of screws with a the shield and they're, and they're all getting at the boom 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 a hint of truncheons after, after the big the big pipe, uh, plastic shields or perspex. So anyway, I hear's after the doing, you know, you're a shite, all battered and bruised, and, and you survive. It's not it's no a big fucking deal. And somebody shouts to me again out the window, one of the guys who's in the main hall, and we're all, we're all locked up in a, in, a, in a control unit at this time, B-Hall, says to me, uh, Johnny boy, your, your mother's on the front page of the record, the daily record, a big colour photograph here, uh, claiming brutality. Saying, um, uh, I know my boys are no angels, but they fucking don't deserve to be treated like this. So then the next day, a guy shouts back to him again, he says, the prison doctor's on the front page of the, the, the same paper. He shouts, nobody's been brutalised. Yeah. So, and you know, and and my dad, and my dad, he's fucking, he's crackers, this guy. You know what I mean? I never liked him, but he's a, he's a fucking severe maniac. You know what I mean? A mad bomber, safe blower, and he, he's none at all. So me and Jim get to visit, me and my brother, and um, they're taking taking us up to the visit room and it's these kind of bulletproof glasses you've got there with with a bit of wire mesh where you can communicate with your visitor. So we get in and it's the old man, it's my dad, he's sitting there with his pal and the the guards are all standing behind me and Jim, they're standing behind me and my brother, you know, and I can... an intimidating way, do you know what I mean? And he was fucking growling and just trying to be, just trying to noise the situation up, you know what I mean? So my dad's like to me, you okay? And I went, yeah, I'm fine, fuck, don't worry about me. He went, did any of the arseholes put a horn in you? And he's pointing to, to the guards that stand behind me, and I, I said, nah, I don't fucking worry about it. And he turned around and he says to his pal, he said, well, you know what? See when we leave here, he says, I'll be doing the driving. If you see any other subhuman men in the street, run out of the fucking taproom. Any other families, wives, grannies granddads, run right out of the fucking taproom. So the right, the screws are kicked. The screws are kicked off. The governors came in with the rest of the warders. And they're all fighting with my dad on one side. They were dragging him out on one side of the prison room, and me and Jim started to smash just fucking bulletproof glass, and, and, and the and side of the prison room. That was the fucking that was chaos, but it was just it was one of these things. The old dad was upset because his boys had been beat up. And of course they charged him, they charged my dad with breach of the peace and threatening behaviour. And he and he went to court and, and Peter Heather of Court and he and he told the judge, he said, "I ah, he said, I admit, he said, I was fucking so upset when I heard my boys get beat up, but man wouldn't he be? So they hated my dad and they never ever fucking liked him anyway, long even long before I ever came to the scene. So we like, fuck it, man. What's the next plot? We need to escape. We, will, we need to get the fuck out here, cause the screws are all onto are The guards are on yours and they know they know where the, where the troublesome ones are. And, of course, they're raging. They're raging. Fucking, they're, they're mere so raging. We've we, 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 we done them with the punishment block. They're even so raging now because my dad's threatened to fucking kill half their families and bomb them and blow them up. And I went, fucking hell, Jim, we, we need to get out of here. So they split me and Jim up, me and Jim, the pal. And he went, you stay back for him, because the, the head warder said to Jim, the brother, the younger brother's crackers, he says, you'll you be doing yourself a favour, we separate you, because this money not going to stop causing trouble, and you are going to end up getting involved. So anyway, I'm in my cell when I get back out of out of, out of, out of, out of confinement. And um. I'm back in circulation again, and I've managed to get a hacksaw blade, and I'm sawing the bars. How, how? How did you
0: manage to get a hacksaw blade?
1: Because we've, we've got guys at work. There's there's many ways of doing that. There's there's guys who work with the prison warders, who are builders and the the repair they're repair buildings and from the
0: workshops. From the workshop, from the workshop like that. that's yeah. in, and
1: in the mainstream of the prison. So, when a hacksaw blade gets, if, if a hacksaw blade was accidentally broken in a, 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 during a work period, maybe one of the prisoners or one of the guards, they would snap the hacksaw blade into bits. But you only need a bit of hacksaw blade, there. you don't need a full hacksaw mm-hmm. blade, you you only need a wee, a wee piece of. So, I'm sawing the bars and uh, I'm, I'm hoping Jim, my brother, and my pal Archie are getting moved back into the hall along with me. Jim's getting moved into my cell, which he was told that as, as long as I could show I'm uh, willing to, 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 to get on me my sentence it causing any trouble, we'll let you back into the same hall as your brother. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, Jim, I says, right, that's the bars done. I've, I've sold all the fucking bars. I says, and I felt them in me up in some sort of putty and we painted them over. I say, so, oh, uh, oh, uh, oh. Oh, it's left one is a, a wee millimeter. So, could you, you can cut cut them right through, Sean? You can't cut your bar straight through. Because when they come in to do your cell search, it's always a case of the user punching to hit to hit each bar, and the, and and, and it will go like this: think, 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 donk, and that one donk can get you caught because that means you know the bar's been cut. Cut then, you know, maybe 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 through at one end.
0: So you're saying the putty stops it from going donk?
1: No. No, no, no. You can't eat, you I, We were cut the bars right. So yeah. See that with the bar there. Yeah. yeah. But we wouldn't cut that bar completely through. We would leave it on a hair breath.
0: Right? I see. Okay.
1: So that it still carries that. Just so that.
0: That normal just, noise. And
1: that's just for the last. That's for the last moment. And it's only seconds to <coughs> cut it. Yeah.
0: And what so do you use the putty for?
1: To to fill in the gap that I'd sawed. Okay. That they are doing the the, the, the bars. Yeah. And um and you go to paint and you, you would paint over, over it. you paint the, the bars, but the, the bars were a kind, of, a kind of luminous, you know these luminous jackets that you see the police wearing? Mm. That was a, almost the colour of the paint. So it was kind of hard to come by. Yeah. To
0: get that right paint.
1: To get it right. Yeah. So you couldn't just, even. I, I, never, go, I never I never ever did get it right anyway. I had, it was just a shade off, but I had to paint every fucking bar on the inside of the window, every, every bar that was there to make it, Matching. to make it all match. So I goes to gym, my brother, and I went go and see go and see the head warden and see if we can get moved back into my into my cell. I've I've, done, I've I've grafted the I've grafted the bars and we've started on the on the on the on the on the, on the cell wall adjacent to me, and the, the, these cells some of the cells are double cells, but a lot of the cells are called iron lungs, which means that you could you could stand in the cell, you could put that elbow on that wall. And you could do that up your fingertips and touch the other wall. That's how wide the cells were. And you could stand and you could you could put your hand up and touch the touch the ceiling. So they called them iron lungs because they were so so tight a fit. And know you could really get in them was was a single bed and and, and and a chair. So we'd grafted. We'd get the past men. The past men could access the to empty cells. A past man is a guy who who cleans up for 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 the guards. Keep the hall clean, you mop the floors and
0: like a trustee,
1: like a trustee, yeah. So the trustees could say to, say to one of the guards, Go and open that door for me to get in and dust the bars and, and and dust the flares. And they would just open the door and walk away. So we started grafting, we got we crew started grafting through through the cell wall, and then we're covering up with paper mache and paint all over because. When Jim came into my cell, we were hoping Archie was going to put into the cell next door, so that he could just go through our cell wall, and we could all leave through, through, through the cut bars during during the night. Once we had organised um, outsiders to come up and and get involved in, in the escape, yeah. So anyway, Jim went to see the governor, the head governor, the warder, and he went, "I'd like to move back in with my brother Johnny. There's no there's not going to be any hassle." And uh, and Archie, my pal, said the same. So they, the head warder, said, "Right, okay. Said, we don't mind that. Johnny seems to be kind of calmed down a wee bit now. And as long as you can keep him calm, then we'll be quite happy with that." So, but they don't tell me they're going to Baleny Prison, which is over a hundred miles away in Glasgow. They don't tell me that they've saved up enough visits to go for to, to go and visit the family in Glasgow, because you could save, you could accumulate your visits in Peterhead Prison, which means you don't take any visit, I mean, you go down to Berlinny Prison and you can get the amount of visits that you're due. It just saved a lot of people the hassle with a long weary cold journey up to, to Peterhead Prison. So Jim says to me, they've swallowed it Johnny, they're, they're going to let us back in, I'm moving out your cell and Archie's going to, to the cell and out the door. But they want us to wait until such time we come back from for Baloney for the visits and I was like never man, fucking hell Jim, it's fucking nerve wracking me, I fucking go to sit in that cell every night, knowing family bars are fucking ready to fall out take some cut to come in and go dink dink ding, and, and I'm off so I went like, no fuck it I, I'm not hanging about man I said so I'll go and see the governor and I, and I says to the, gut, the, the head warden I would like to to go down for visits also. And he said, well, he says, no, no, no. He says, you've not got enough visits. You've never saved any visits up. And I said, so what? So fucking what? My brother's got to go down to Glasgow to visit the family. They've got to go up to Blinney to visit him. And then they've got to come away up here, hundreds of fucking miles to come and visit me. So why don't you just let me go down with my brother and we'll take it for there and there's no hassle. Everybody's a winner, my fucking me mother included. No, 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 I you know what, fuck off, fuck is it? just get to you, I'll just write to fucking jail. You'll go to the punishment block, and I said, I'll just write the fucking punishment block, it doesn't make any difference to fucking me where I go. So anyway, this, this, this big guard, and he seemed all right, and he says to me, Johnny, shh, let me talk to you outside. So he's took me outside the governor's office. He says, "Leave that with me." He says, "I can get you down there." I said, "But fucking promise me, Johnny, you'll not wreck your place. Promise me if I can get you down for visits, you will not wreck the place, bloody." I went, "No, nah, not at all." I said, "I've no interest. I'm only back to go and visit my family." But anyway, and it works. So the freezer are on. The freezer on out to Baleny, and we're in Baleny prison. And um, I'm only down there two days or so, and this big fella. For Head Prison comes down and a, and a and a special escort because his dad I think his dad was dying with cancer so that meant he was in a special leave. Big like Tony Dallimore and Big Tony's about six feet four with this bright copper coloured hair. He was really outstanding, Big Tony. But he worked as a trustee in the Peterhead Prison where where we we were all we were already caged up there. So Tony says. I sees him. I'm going down. uh down towards the dining hall or the workshop. I can't remember which was which. But I sees big Tony in the distance, and he's shouting, "Oh, Johnny boy, you need to go to the recreation hall tonight. I need to speak to you." Now my heart sank, and I thought, "Fucking never, man!" I said, "I know what's happened to you." And Johnny went, nah. I said, you don't know, Johnny. I said, I'm fucking telling you. I can feel it." So I met the big guy that night. He says, "Don't go back up the road." <laughs> He said, they found your bars. He says, and they're waiting on you. He said, they're, they're keeping it a secret. They, they think, I don't know, because he was he was eerie he wigging. And they were like, that. So they told the governor, he says, Bastard saw these bars. That other bastard, his brother, they think he's getting moved in there. The other guy thinks he's getting moved in next door, but they're grafting the wall. they fucking free him. We're going to escape. So I went like a Jim. I went, Never, Jim, man. I said, Fucking, they're going to drag me away. And he went, just come doing said, They might know. So anyway, then then people started spreading rumours about Balenyi prison that we were going to escape from Bellini. So the screws are talking about going on a strike. The screws want us out the halls. They want us back to Peterhead prison. So, <clears throat> and we don't know at this particular time that the Serious Crime Squad for Glasgow has also been in touch with the governor. Slasher Gallagher. And he went, We've got information that these three bastards are going to escape for your you <laughs> So But in the meantime, Peter Heed Belliny Prison's been on, on the on the on the phone to the governor at Peter Heed Prison. Get these bastards out of here. My staff are only having it. My fucking staff are threatened to go and strike. These cunts are going to escape. So the Peter, Heed governor, the Peter Heed prison governor has assured the, 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 the screws and the guard at Balani Prison, it's okay. They're no going to escape from here. They think they're fucking escaping from here. This bastard saw the bars. He's like, they think they're pulling the wool over our eyes. Just keeps them. <laughs> they don't need to know we're onto them. Hmm. So they were waiting on us coming back. Right, so I was like to Jim and I went, never Jim, man. You mean need to get the fuck out of here, brother. I can't go back to period. I said, "Fucking going to get letters and put back in the dungeons." He went right. Fuck okay, came We'll work something out. So anyway, we we, we got what go heads the We We got what heads the Because there's there's many ways out of prison. There's only one way in, you know, through the fucking courts, isn't that? There? But there's many ways if you've got the time to to sit down and think about it, Sean. Eh. So anyways, the fucking we've got what heads got and we've come up with these ideas and some feasible and some, some money and some fucking dramatic. And I was talking about fucking get my dad down to blow a hole in the wall with yelling night and fucking unusual. So, <laughs> so anyway, <laughs> I, I, in Bellinia prison, which was uh, probably, I think Bologna prison, but an old Victorian type prison, right? Just like the old, probably the old, um, the old San Quentin type, but the foot of the cages, it's all the old doors, but you've got the big tiers, you know, the landings, but everybody walks along. And at the end of the building, at the end of the hall the, the, in 1970, they they, they, they they built an extension for um, a shower room, for a couple of showers and, 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 and toilets. Because everybody was slopping it in, in piss pots and, and, and even still then, but they just needed mere sinks for people to pour the piss and shit out. And a lot, a lot of people were throwing them out the window. They were throw shit out the window. They called it the, 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 the shit bombers. Because rather than shit, and keep it in your cell in a plastic fucking chamber pot. It was easier just to date the newspaper and knob it out the window and, and, and there was no smell left for a couple of minutes. And um, so they actually had a patrol, a, a, a shit bomb patrol, Prisoners, poor prisoners, you know, old Jakeys, the old, the old lags, you know what I mean? The old guys that would dent for a, for a couple of cigarettes. So they would have a big barrel, a big barrel, and every morning they, you, they would go between the halls and, and they would have to scoop up all, all the all shit that all the prisoners had thrown at the window. And it was a punishable offence, obviously, for flinging shit at the window. Eh?
0: Shit slinging.
1: So, anyway, we, we find a way, we find a way possibly we can get out. And um, and there's but this adjacent to 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 B Hall, this piece of new building, you know, nowhere the same materials as the old building, you know, big mass of rocks. So we're in the um, we access to the shower room, which is only for to regulate water hot and cold, and only the only the guards can get access to this specific door. Where we we can only turn our water, our water off and on, for where we, we, we stand in the showers. So I, I, in the in the top tier a bee hole, we into this 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 bit I'm telling you about with, with 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 extension with with the showers. In this particular room, a sick door, there was a steel grate, a thick steel grate on, on, on the roof of the prison, where this. this serious-looking brass padlock. Oh, really heavy duty padlock. A really heavy-duty padlock. So we're like, fuck it, we'll get that off. So, in the meantime, we've got, we've, we've organised via the visits, for help for the breakout for, for the people on the, on the outside. Yeah. So, the idea was, and what actually happened was, we had a pal who was in the prison, who was due out of the prison. So we needed a near rope and I'll tell you why in a moment. We needed a mountaineering rope, and, and, and this fella, a guy called Archie Higgins, Archie went to a mountaineer shop, a mountaineer shop, and and bought this, hundred fifty feet mountaineering mountaineer rope. You know, my my good with good quality rope, yeah, as you can imagine. And the the rope was delivered to to a couple of other guys on the outside, a guy called T. C. Campbell, and 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 a couple of other. A couple of other guys that was friends of the family, almost related, and a couple of jumps pals. So, the guys who were trustees, the past men, were 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 at this padlock for a, for a day or two, and 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 they, and they they, they struck the inside, there. they'd know worked it, but they could not budge this padlock. So the only other option was to cut through the bar. So, on the Saturday we 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 planned the escape for the Sunday morning. Eight o'clock in the morning when I come in the breakfast, because in the Sunday morning in Belundy Prison, all breakfast take place in the in the cell in the cell area. You don't go to your dining hall or nothing like that. So anyway, on the Saturday night there was a cocoa chef come in Saturday and Sunday, at say about six o'clock, seven o'clock, and um, that was to give you your last cup of tea and a bun. That was the day to, to the next morning. So when it came to the cocoa shift, and I, 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 I don't even need to look up. I can my eyes are my eyes are ground level, and I can fucking I can see all the screws. I can see all the legs, and, and fucking big big shields. And I went, I just put my head down. and went, "Thank you," and just turned and shut my door. And I was communicating with a guy next cell to me through through via via a, a hot water pipe that ran through every cell. And we gaps there, and I thought, then talk to him. I went, did you see that there? They went, fucking hell, Johnny? He said, "I think they're on Because he knew we were having a dash in the morning. Because he was an old friend. He said, "I think they're on Johnny." He said, "You see the mountain the bastards there?" He said, they're, "They're they're going to pounds." So I was like, "No fucking way, man! Never, never, never." Because we have got the bar cut that's bent right back. We've got the mountaineer rope delivered to 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 the crew that was breakfast out, and the crew that's the out are turning up in the morning, and um. The plan was when we got on the roof, which we did do, um we were uh, um, we had a um a of tape. we had a big real of material tape which we stole from the textile shop in Bellnya Prison. And that might have been that might have been a hundred node feet itself. So we had a nut in a bolt and we, and we put it through the centre of this big wheel of tape and we held one end there. And we tossed the fucking, we tossed the wheel right over. Now, we're up, we're up high on the prison wall. We're looking down. We're looking across the road. The screws, who's are across the road? We can see the guards coming out and going to their work. <laughs> they're walking out their doors. Oh, fucking hell, man. Like, keep doing. Fucking, fucking we keep down, man. I says, we've got to stand up to see the cars. If the guys are turning up in the motor. So anyway, Jim and I said, oh, the fucking, they're Johnny. I'm hanging at the edge like a pirate. Fucking... I'm like, what the fuck? They're like, get down, man. keep fucking down. But anyway, I had to climb up a shaft to get to, to the bit where I was. Because inside the, inside the, the showers, I'm telling you, about, in this door, to the right-hand side, there's, there's a gap. There's a gap here, and it's full of pipes. fucking full, full of copper pipes running all the way from the bottom to the top there. So I had to make my way up through the bottom flat. Because I couldn't go up to the top flat and follow Jim and Archie. 'Cause that's what that's what we were going. That was our destination. And if the screws seen us all going up there, then that would that, 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 that'd have been really suspicious. So I've climbed up this fucking shaft, Sean. I'm, I can hardly move. I'm up this shaft, fucking really choking on all the dust that had been there for all three years. So, I, so I, as, I, as I'm goodbye, as I'm goodbye, each landing, I can hear the cons at the sinks flashing and talking away and and fucking up another bit, and I can hear the other guys. So they've got me, they've me up, I've got, I've got through this, I've got through this bent bar on this steel grate, and above the bar, about maybe two feet above the bar's steel grate, there's another, there's another door that takes you on a flat bit of the roof, which takes you into the, the rooftop in Millennium Prison. So like me, got up there Johnny and get that, get that door open, so I've got, I've got the other door opened, a whole place the whole place it was dark but we were in because 'cause we've no got a light on. And the whole place lit up because the, the the sun was scorching. It was a fucking one of the most beautiful days that I'd ever seen. And the whole of Glasgow was basking in sunshine. Eight o'clock a Sunday morning of all mornings. And we're talking I think it was either first the first of June nineteen eighty or the second of June. Beautiful Sunday morning. So I'm out and I'm up on and not and it's it's a spectacular sight because it's one of the highest points in in Glasgow, as you can imagine. And all you can see is a whole of the city. I can even see the places where where, where I lived now. Like, never, man, you know. Just, and it was quite sad as well. You know what I mean? Because even though even though we were up there, and 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 the and the chances were great that we were going to be, be on the other side of that wall the next couple of minutes, it was, it was so fucking sad to see fate fa for, for, for that perspective. A kind of life and, and 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 places that you'd left behind to to, to to live a life of crime, you know. So it was quite, I felt quite emotional, you know. But I was like yeah, well, I fucking calm down. I'm like, yeah, and they are like, we're not even out yet, Johnny. Fucking calm down. So anyway, these screws. We we're up. I mean, we're talking. We're talking about a ninety feet drop for where we we are on this flat of the roof, straight over the wall. And into, into the screws into the guards garden with 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 their family's washing lines were where they when they hang their washing up. So I, I'm up and I, I'm hanging there at the, the parapet and I'm looking. And Jim asks and like, "Fuck, take Johnny, you're going to get us caught." And I went, "What? They're fucking. We're going to get fucking caught if we don't if we don't look over. Because if we're not looking over there, the guys that's doing in the street are they going to be able to see us up there and and might think that." That's, that's went fucking haywire. So anyway, they were talking about going back down. They were going back to our cell, and I Ah like, oh, fuck this man! I'll fucking wreck the place anyway. Even if we don't get fucking out. So I'm looking over the other at, at side. You know, and the sun blazing down. You know, and I seen this car. I seen this black vehicle coming. This fucking this this vehicle. And I knew right away that that, that was a crew. You know what I mean? So anyway, I went, here they are. So they've come back up through the whole Jim and And um they went, where? And I went, they're not fucking there. So so they they, they drove up to to where, where where the Screw's Garden was, at the guards garden. There were a families of picnics and have their, their washing lines, drying their clothing. So and 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 T C big T C Campbell, who who was my brother Joseph's co accused for the for the for the for the murders here, you know, the the Doyle family and the so called ice cream wars in Glasgow. I'll tell you about later on. So he's TC's boldly walked out of the car with a couple of wee crew in mean, there and they were told up, you know, because they, uh, they came on they came on top of the guards, but they came they, they, they wouldn't have let the guards take them, do you know what I mean? So they were quite a serious wee crew and, and very formidable, do you know what I mean? So I'm watching Big T C tie this, this mountaineering rope to to the boat me the prison guard's washing line and he's guarding. <laughs> and still the screws are still if a screw had happened to look back, i would have seen exactly what is going on, huh? Eh? So we have, um, we've, we've we've got the wheel of tape. We've got a big wheel of tape. And and where we are standing, just a feet below us is is a big security camera and but it's looking it's looking down along along the prison wall. But we're enough off the top of the roof and into and, and the squares garden. So we've tied, we've pulled, we've threw the wheel of the tape over. They've tied the tape to the mountaineering rope. We've pulled the mountaineering rope up and tied it to the top of the prison roof. So we abseiled uh, after the top of the roof and run into the, the squares garden and away. So we're so fucking excited, you know what I mean? It was really so exciting, man. I was
0: going to say, that feeling of just being in the garden, coming down off the roof, the screws are looking the other way. Yeah. What was that like mentally? Oh,
1: I, I don't know if I could really describe it. Yeah. I don't know, man, I don't know. Like being
0: on drugs, like being high, like natural I, high? I,
1: I was never one for drugs, so I've okay. never I've never really been on, on, yeah. on that. But aye, it must have been one of the greatest highs that you can get, you know yeah. what I mean? Mixed with emotions, you know what I mean? Yeah. And the other thing is, it was a dangerous, it was a dangerous stunt, because if that rope oh. with a snapped or anybody would have slid, they they're getting splattered, you know what I mean? You're, 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 you're in serious fucking well, trouble, yeah. you know? Yeah. So anyway, we've got a win, they've got us to a safe house for the moment in time. And um, well, there's pandemonium. Fucking, all oh, the police leave's all cancelled. Fucking screws are all screaming. Oh, what happened? How were these bastards allowed to escape? So we are following the news news reports and, and it was like, do not approach these these guys. If you see them, contact the police immediately. The dangerous, These dangerous men, they must be caught. And, um, of course, searches are going on everywhere. They're, they're, they're going on. They're going round a lot of our, 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 our pals that our associates, I mean our, our friends, they're going on a lot of their houses and and um, and and try to find our whereabouts and offering deals and, and whatever. So we picked up this newspaper the next day and fucking there was a photograph of my mother again on the front page of the Daily Record, big colour photograph. It was a fucking shame because in this photograph, her eyes were all welled up. You know what I mean, and and she she's giving the story to to to, to the to the reporter mm-hmm. and and asking her, asking me and to hand ourselves in. Mm-hmm. Says I want you to hand yourself in. I feel you're going to, you're going to get caught up in a worse situation, and it was really really quite sad. Cause we we'd fucking almost run mum into we'd almost run my wee mother into, into the grave at an early age. You know what I mean? And and she put up enough of a shit through all oh, all oh, oh, her days. You know, with my ma's brothers. She visited Eamon jails, pre-schools, list mm-hmm. D schools, and then we come along, and it was just, it was, it was fucking, it was really sad, you know. And then I seen another report, and, and we were laughing, you know, because three hundred. This was, the, I've still got the V-clapping. I meant to bring it along mm-hmm. and show you. Three hundred and fifty prison officers at Bellinny, um, and plenty, plenty of guards, demanded a meeting, so they held a meeting in the, in the chapel. And, and this was this was the kind of thing that was going. On. How the fuck did these guys escape? You knew they were going to escape. The the serious crime squad came out and they said we told these guys that these three bastards were going to escape. So they, they 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 never did any answer for anybody. But it was classes classes Scotland's great escape, but it was quite quite spectacular oh. the, the, the the way the way we pulled it off. Eh? And some people were calling us. Some reports were saying the Melaney Tarzans, uh, and, and <laughs> other, others were saying um, um style type type of escape, you know. So the the escape gained a lot of and we 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 came out best. We came out best because everybody loved it. Everybody was saying a oh, fucking some escape. I mean, and uh, so anyway. There's a, there's a massive search going for us. And we're out a couple of weeks ducking and diving. And it's fucking hard work, Sean. You're ducking and diving and you're on that wanted list such, you know what I mean? The most wanted. You fucking, you, you, you don't know who to trust, you know what I mean? It's really, really hard. And and, and you've just got to try and judge some people to help you because you could never make it on your own, you know what I mean? going from
0: house to house.
1: Yeah, because they were moving us, they were moving about. And we couldn't really get, we couldn't really get ourselves into a position to get away because the manhunt's fucking severe, they've cancelled all the police leave, and and we don't know then. But during the riots and Peter, he'd back back just before we escaped, just after the the, the 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 brutality, after we get brought down for the for the rooftop. Mm. We are the only thing you could do back then in a situation where like if you're handcuffed and get kicked about a cell, as use your tongue, and you only thing you could do is fucking threaten murder and mayhem, you threaten kill a lot, even or kill your families and. So, announced to us then that the period prison warders, the period prison guards, they had mm. police guards outside their quarters, 'cause they thought we were coming back. They thought hey, we've come back we We already, already made all the threats. Mm. So anyway, but we're, we're out in a couple, of, we're out a couple of weeks, and and it was it was quite sad because it'd been great to have the pals, ways, it'd been great to have the pals that we were paler and 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 went through all that shit was back in the prison. It'd been great to have them. So we always said that we were on the punishment block. We used to all talk at the cell windows. We all had hammocks. We made hammocks out of, out, of, out, of, out of bed sheets, so we could tie the hammock to one end of the cell block window, and and to the other. And we would just sit in the hammocks talking all day. So we always said that if any ever escaped, we would come back and and, and help the others. And um, we found out later that two two guys, two two in particular, Joe McGrath. And a guy called Frank McFee. Frank, get, Frank, Frank McFee get whacked in the um, High Flats in Glasgow a few years back, and 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 they killed him Kennedy style for for the High Flats with a with a high power rifle, boy, you know. So Frank was part of the crew, and Joe McGrath was part of the crew. But we were all involved, and in, and in, in, in any trouble that was in the jail we caused it. And we were all involved in it, and we were wanting more. you know, that kind of attitude. So we find out that Frank and Joe McGrath. They were, in, they were in the cages at Inverness, which is, which is a segregation unit. If Peter Heade Prison can't control you, they're they flying you in this segregation unit. And it only holds five cages. But the cages are much like the American-style prison. The only difference is the, the cage is in a cell. The, the bars, you're locked in behind the bars in a, a prison cell, and you've also got a cell door. So, uh, you know, severe solitude. It's not like if you could look at your bars and have a gap with anybody so we finds out later on that this is how bad it was, this is how good we were we find out later on that the screws had known because everything gets noted see if, you're in, see if you're up at your window talking in a jail or, 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 or troublemaking or, or everything you shout at a window or say, it all gets noted and put down and, and it gets put into your, into, your, into your record so then we find out that Frank McPhee and Joe McGrath—they're winding, they're, they're noising the, the the guards up in the cages. They said, i no belong. To the boys are coming to get us." So they kidnapped. They fucking ran two o'clock in the morning and and kidnapped the two of them and took them to two different jails in Scotland and showed me you couldn't even find out where they, where where they were. But anyway, the sad, tragic thing is, we only lasted a couple of weeks. Jim, I got a phone call. I got a didn't get a phone call. I got a, 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 a neighbour came and says to me, Have you seen the T V, Johnny? And I went, No. What is it? And he went, Jim's been caught. My brother, mm-hmm. older brother. So I thought, Fucking never, Because it means trouble. 'Cause the the Berlin the Burlini guards on the they going to let this slip, you know what I mean? And and it was all brutality in there. If, anybody who ever tried to escape in the past but well, they, they always got leathered and broken fucking legs and you know that, that kind of thing. So you knew we knew what we we're up against. So I'm watching the news, and I, and I see my brother Jim being caught. He, he reckons he be set up. We fucking. I would be friend. So anyway, I'm like never man. So I've got a the arse, and I went fucking these cunt's are going to kill your Jim man. I said we need, we need fucking do something. So. I was working my day and I went, I'll fucking tell what I can do. I said, Come with me. We never had the mobiles at the time now?" Eh? And uh, I said, Come with me. So we went away down and we were in a phone booth. We had a phone booth and of course the phone book. So I go, so I'm HM Prison, Berlin, Glasgow. And we're not fucking doing me, so I've got the number. So I phoned I phone his number. I've got the number, so I phoned that. This is on the Saturday after I hear Jim being caught. And, uh, and it, whoever was on the other side, hello, officer so-and-so, HMP, Pr- well, in your prison, how can I help you? And I went, I've got a fucking message for Slasher Gallica. Ain't in happened to my brother? I said, you fucking take note of this. Ain't the happened to Jim? He's like, who's that? And I went, you fucking know who it is. It's me, Johnny boy. And Archie shouting, and it's Archie. I said, I've got a message for the governor. If anything should happen to my brother, Jim, there's going to be fucking terrible repercussions we'll just come fucking down to the gatehouse and we'll not give a fuck do you news indiscriminately. It don't fucking matter. That's the message for that bastard, right? So, and we're hoping that we're hoping that they'll take heed of that message because they know we're on the run, they know we're serious contenders and they know we're capable. We've already proved that. They just don't know what we're, what we're, what we're going to come up with next. So, so, anyway, I felt a bit better because... I I had to try to do something to 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 stop my brother from fucking getting annihilated or possibly fucking murdered. You know what I mean? Because that this, this escape fucking this this escape caused one hell of a hullabaloo. There was fucking there was guards demoted and put in the jail. There was a fucking serious, serious kind squad investiga- investigation into what prison officers took the bribe.
0: Oh, they thought the guards were in
1: on it. So, so they thought, all well, the guards were in on it. No, probably right. But anyway, so. There's a hell of a horrible loop on top of the escape, and, and you know, and, and 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 the guards all stick by each sure. other, and if one of their friends fall because he because he likes us, then there, there would be, there would be repercussions. you know what I mean? Mm. So anyway, I felt a bit better that I that I'd made the threatening phone call on behalf of Jim to to to, to the screw to, to tell the governor that fucking would just do the screws, no problem. So anyway, oh fucking hell! The next day, Sunday. I'm done. I'm like never, man. Fucking Jesus Christ, man. After me, I've got to go back and face the music for sawing the bars up Peter pierhead. I, I've also got to go back to fucking face the music for threatening to kill all the threatening to kill all the screws. I'm like fuck it. I'm fucking dead. I'm, I'm gonna get some kind of fucking back me up here. So anyway. We, we, the, the serious crime squad come and they have got me and they have got Archie. And Hold
0: on a second. How did you get recaptured?
1: I was in a house. I was in a house waiting for my pal coming back. And uh, the next fucking thing I just seen, you know, the coppers are in, in towards me. Surrounded. they sound. surrounded, you know what I mean?
0: So someone gave you up?
1: Yeah. Yeah, well, that's what people will do. People will trade you. People were an outstanding charge on an indictment. Mm-hmm. Upcoming indictment, they would, they would trade you. You know what I mean? To
0: save
1: their own skin, you know what I mean? So anyway, when the coppers get me and they've got Archie and they've, and they've got my sister and they've got they've, they've already got Jim in for the for the night before. So anyway, they've got his, they've got his back in the cop shop and 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 they're quite they're, they're quite all right. You know what I mean? They're they're, 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 they're all fucking fucking congratulating us on this fucking wonderful escape. And uh, but this court worker once he looked us up and they went right, you'll he's, he's be you'll be going to court in the morning. So anyway, I'm sitting in my cell and my brother's downstairs, Archie's downstairs. So we're all, we're all split up. And the uh, the cell door opens and and, the, and the, some of the topsy the ID come in, give a wee word to Johnny, and I was like, yeah, what is up? He went, look, we're no interested in you, we're no interested in Jim. We ain't interested in Archie, we ain't interested in Lana, my sister, good enough for harbouring me. We want the bastard that took the bribe, that's all we want. And I was like, Well, you know what? I said, Well, I I can't really say fuck off, I can't talk. I said, I need my brother and Archie here, and if they agree with it, I said, Then I'm quite happy to go along with it. So he's like, So if we go and get Jim and Archie and bring them to your cell, we discuss it and, and, and and, and let us know. So anyway, so they went and got Jim and Archie, and 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 they brought them up to my, my cell, and they threw a packet of cigarettes in, and 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 later we got off them. So he says, "Well, you know why here," and that was to to have a discussion if we were going to hand over the screws that took the bribe. So we had we wee talk amongst ourselves. And they'd already, had a, they'd already had a guard's name because they mentioned the guy's name to me. And I don't know if that was a decoy or a ploy or whatever, but when they came into my cell, Jim and Archie, I was laughed. I went, oh, they're asking, us, they're asking me to stick big boots on." This was the name of one of the screws that they thought had took the bribe. So we we the place is bugged. And... um. So we, we we sat amongst ourselves. And we well oh, fuck it. We can't we can't stick them. We can't get them. We can't get them what they want because we've got to go back to Balany Prison and we're going to get fucking murdered. And we go back here. So we, we called we called the screws. We called the, the crime squad back up. We, you know, kicked the fucking door and they came up. He said, "Right, if you if you escape me, an agreement." We're agreement? Fuck's sake! If we will get killed when we we'll go back here. And, they, and and they said, "Well, we can assure you, you won't." You'll be granted immunity. He you know, you said, "You'll be granted immunity." I uh, really if you fucking who and he went. He said, "The Secretary of State is involved in this case, for, 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 for this escape and, and, and the bribes." And we know the officers have took bribes. We just want their fucking names, and and you'll be granted immunity. And by that, what we mean is, no immunity for your prison sentence but immunity if you in prison. Officers. And I went, well, how, how the fuck are you going to work that one out? He went, well, we'll have a special guard. We'll put you in these we'll the cells, one, two, and three, right adjacent to each other. He said, the locks will be changed, and we'll have a special guard outside your door that only he will have the key. And he knows that if anybody gets access to that cell, and they're going to use a hand, he'll be fucking going to jail language. So, we went, right, hmm, okay, fucking hell, man. So we went, well, listen, we we'll leave it, leave it, leave it ways now. We've got to court tomorrow. So the, the cop was like, we just been in and out, just in, plead guilty, and then that shoes out the door, and I went, guilty? And plead guilty what? She no plead guilty to escape. I said, I fucking know pleading guilty to escape. Who says I escaped? Fuck's sake, Johnny. The whole country knows you escaped. Give a fuck. I'm not pleading guilty to any fuck. So we went to court and all played not guilty. And the the judge is saying, fucking not guilty. The whole country knows you escaped. And I went, well, I've got 150 witnesses to prove it. I didn't fucking escape. They were were, were early and I said, they're on the jail. (laughs) So our, our idea was to put the system on trial. But when we ended up turning and saying, Sean, was we, we never we never we never escaped. We fled. And and, and really we fucking did. Because they were waiting when to go back to Peter Heath. So we uh, really we fled. So the judge has talked to our QCs. The QCs have asked for permission to withdraw from our trial because we were only seeking our professional advice. And that was because we were only playing guilty. Uh, and, and so the so the, so the judge granted the QC's permission to withdraw for the trial. And we, in return, had hundreds of witnesses for our fucking jails over Scotland and Britain. Bus loads were off heading <laughs> Bus loads were heading the High Court in Glasgow. And you're
0: um, on line now?
1: Yeah, oh, we've, we've got to defend ourselves, aye.
0: Yeah.
1: So anyway, when, when we goes back to, to Berlini, on, 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 go back to no, Berlinie, no, sorry, we're in the cells down the stairs on the Monday morning after we made our appearance at court. To plead not guilty to the escape. The crime squad come in and um, they've they huckled us up, me, Jim, and Archie, and they've put us in the back of a vehicle. And we are like, where the fuck are we going, man? So they went, somebody wants to see you. We're taking take you to Berlin. And it was not unprecedented for this to see this crime squad to, to, to take you to into Because once you come to the jail gate, you then be- become the property of the, the prison authorities. Nothing to do with any outside forces. Unless you have escaped. So anyway, they, they takes us into Bonnie. And the fucking, her, the screws are all there. And they're fucking raging. They were a fucking, you could see they were all fucking distraught. They were mighty killers. But we've got to see these crying not they? They, they And, and they are obviously tooled up these cunts. I mean, and they were just there. They weren't just there fucking with, with the guns for us. They were like them though as well, don't fucking try and the They were ground like them as well. Half of them didn't know who they were. But They're dying to do us because we're fucking, some of their pals have been demoted and put in the jail. Some of their other pals have been accused of fucking taking bribes and they've all been put into the cult shop and seriously questioned. So we went to the reception and and they're there, you know, and that's where most of the most of the most of the beatings most of the beatings take place in the reception area when you first go in there, because they 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 guards you never see in the mainstream of the jail walking about the galleries, they're always under the reception, so you 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 wouldn't you'd be fucking hard to bump into one of them again if you saw them. Do you know what I mean? So anyway, that's old chief there, and he's fucking he's he's, he's He's dark shade zone and he's fucking. I don't know if he was shaking with rage or he was fucking terrified. But he was taking my cuffs off and, oh, and I went, "Oh I'll fucking go for it now!" I'm, 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 hoping to have a dash for me so I can do him. I'm just looking for any old excuse. So anyway, all was well and they went right and they put us back into this vehicle and they, and they drove us down by the halls right in in the prison. They took us to this hall, this building right across the E hall. This this, this um, detached building, I think it was an office block or something for for secretarial work or whatever for the, for, for the authorities. So you know, I was a bit weary now. It's fucking very sinister. Fucking the way down here in the dark. You know what I mean? That's thought oh, oh, fucking hope we're not getting done in here. So anyway, there was there was there was prison guards outside of the building. You know, in a fucking circle. You know what I mean? And I thought, what the fuck, man! Who the fuck wants to see us? I'm thinking it's all Clash Gallagher, Gallic. or know what I mean. Now he's down there with fucking knife.
0: <laughs> That's what I was thinking as so well. So anyway,
1: because then and there was a table set up, a table and chairs, and um, there's two, two or two, two or three chairs near side. So we were seated. The kind squad there was, but there's no prison guards in the in the in the room. So they brought over This door opened and they brought in this fella, this guy who happened to be, I don't know if he was a top procurator fiscal, but he was was a a main procurator fiscal. He was a man that sanctioned the indictments. He rather stamped an indictment to go ahead, a guy called Skeen. So, he comes in and he sits down, he's got his secretary with him, and he's sitting there and he's he's twirling his pen, and we all fucking looking about each other, the fucked man here. He says, I believe there's something you want to tell me. I well, fucking told you that. They went, them. point point pointed at the coppers. Yeah, I got nothing to tell you. He went, well, you can start the ball rolling. Or do you want me to start the ball rolling? Yeah, well, you start the ball rolling. You're the one that's going to see us. I'm here about the bribes, he says. And before you start to panic, he says, you know you can be granted immunity. And and it's in place. It's already in, in place. In place. As of right now, and the, the Secretary of State sanctioned that. we went Secretary of State. I was throwing slates at that cunt fucking last year off of the rooftop. You can believe him. He went and tossed me. He says, we believe him, all right?" He says, "You've been granted immunity, but we we need we need the we need the we need the guys that took the bribe." So, by this time, TC and 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 Shadow Lafferty two guys that was involved in the jail or allegedly involved in the jailbreaking. <laughs> they're in remand and Bellini on side they've, they've, they've got them in for, for aiding and abetting us in the jailbreak so we're like to, 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 to this guy in the property of fiscal I went well we can't give you a statement could we're going to get fucking killed no 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 he said you've been granted immunity within a day or two days you should pick any prison in Scotland that you so wish and you will, will be gone there We'll get you out your clutches. Don't worry about that. We need you alive, that kind apart of up. So, what was I going to tell you there about?
0: TC and the TC,
1: other guy. TC, and Shadow. They haven't tried for aiding the breaking, aiding the betting, in the jailbreak. So we went well, listen, we just not just. No, it's not just the fucking. It's not just uh, the the consequences of you this escape. You know what I mean? It's not just that what we're worried about. You've also got TC and Shadow and in the on there for for the jailbreaking, and uh, so we are not really in a position to give you any evidence because these guys are not in a position to give you any information on the on the on the bribe. You've got these guys in there for fuck all, oh, did nothing to do with the jailbreak, but you've got them in the on and so why the fuck should we give you a statement for the for the guards that took about the guards that took the bribe when you're going to fit fucking TC and Shadow up? You're gonna fit them up and manufacture evidence to get to gain a conviction. No, 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 we don't work that way. Fucking course you work that way. Says you're talking about. Fuck, see you fitted us up. My fucking dad get five years. My brothers have been done. Fitted. everybody nobody's really been caught with a serious crime squad, they'll get fitted up. So anyway, they went, but well, we've not really got much shown, Tommy and and Shadow Lafferty. I said, Well fucking why are they lying in the fucking jail then? They said, Well we'll tell what we'll do with you. We will wait till their trials over. Cause we're witnesses to their trial, bear in mind. We'll wait till their trials over, and then and then we'll give you the statement. So they said, right. Mm. So so they knew they knew there was nothing else they could do. they weren't they going to get they're out going to get much change out there, you know what I mean. So anyway, and TC and Shadow go to the trial, and these two these two these two kind of bums gave evidence against. Tommy saying that he had overheard Tommy talking that, that he broke us out of the prison, and so when I I am in the witness box and I'm, I am I'm being quizzed by, by, by Tommy Gamble's lawyer, said, well, who was it that broke you? Now well, wasn't he too? Who was it? Can, him it just gave the evidence. Hammett says that he overheard Tommy. I said it was actually Hammett broke us out. So we 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 we. we <laughs> We put the blame onto the two informals. <laughs> anyway, Tommy, Tommy, and Tommy and Shadow—they went to court and, and they got a—they got a not proven on on, on the charge. Yeah? And of course, I went to court myself and um, I had to represent myself. nay, nay, na lawyers. I told you, you know, they, they were due for the trial. And I was sentenced to a further three years consecutive, to run an expiry of the present sentence, which was a twelve-year sentence. And uh, Jim got the same, and and the other fella got the same. Um, so we we're we're back we're back in Peter because we know we're going to end up here anyway. We got granted immunity; they they, they saved us for getting fucking for getting severely damaged by the by the prison authority. So you got, got
0: immunity it. from being exposed to where you could have got murdered. Aye, aye, They gave you that even though you didn't drop the guards in it.
1: I uh, we told them we, they told, we told them we would deal with that later on once Tommy's trial was over. But they did give him were give him give him a credit but it's due, they 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 stuck to the word and, and we got granted immunity because within a day or two we, we, we were out of that we prison. We were in um we were back in because we knew that's where we were going anyway. So I'm like, fucking hell man. I, I know I'm going back to face the other charge for a for a te- for, for the bars in the, in the cell. And I went, never fuck, here we go again. So we're on the punishment block back in solitary confinement. So the governor, George Dingwall at that time, he's c the screws says to me, the guards, right, come on, you into the orderly room uh to, to to impose mere punishment upon you for thinking a fucking fly man try soda the bars making a fool of us. So anyway and I I I, I can hear what the governor's saying, 'cause I I don't listen to him. I just put my fingers in my ear and shout, so bastard. So you, you don't really hear you don't really hear what they're, what they're trying to inflict upon you, so it wouldn't matter. It matter anyway. So anyway, and oh, oh, I could think it was just an additional punishment, which was fuck off. I was born punishment. Do you know what I mean? So it wasn't much a difference to me. So anyway, the the the, the, the screws are leaving for 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 the um, the, the last shift at night, at half past eight. but you can see, you want any water? you want a cup of water before we go and give your bedding in. So anyway, the guards keep my door, they went, you want, uh, you want any water? And I went, nah, shut the door, Didn't get yourself to fuck. So he shut the door, and I, and, and, and I realised he's not giving me my, my bedding in. So I wait for a, for a couple of hours because I know they need to go and get all the screws and chiefs and break seals to open the, open the cell door. So anyways... I'm kicking the door and, and, and my pal's are rushing. What the fuck's wrong, Johnny? What's wrong? And I went, hey, they've not given me my mattress in. I said, I'm just, just getting them to bring my mattress in. I said, I forgot to give me up. So, the, 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 all the guards have come down and they've opened the cell door. And the, 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 chief, saying, the, chief, the chief warder said, what, what the fuck's the problem? I said, You never gave me my mattress in. He went, Aye. He says, Cause you're not getting a fucking mattress. He says, You're on 14 days all round. Fourteen days wages, fourteen days permission, fourteen days punishment, and also the latest one is fourteen days guard bed. And I'm saying, well, what the fuck is guard bed? You see, we guard your bed. <laughs> we guard your bed outside the door at night time now. thought is that fucking right? I said, where the fuck did I guess? this? not and, uh, and one of the one of the guards said, we've all been talking about it. It's an old, it's an old. An old punishment fee back in the fifties, the early fifties, they, they called it guard bed. He said nobody's ever heard it until now, and thought that it was get to you, so you don't get your mattress. So, well, some some of the guys are having a laugh, and, and, and I'm having a laugh as well, and I say, "Fuck it, I'll wreck the fucking place, fuck your mattresses," you know that kind of attitude. So Joe McGrath's on one side of me, the guy that was in the cages when they when they kidnapped him, think, well, I want to break him out. And my brother's on the other side of me my brother Jim so Joe's laughing at the day. he's like oh I've got a big cushy mattress here, we're just having a good laugh, you know what I mean and I said is that right? and I went well I might just be fucking sharing it with you tonight." and he went how's that? and I went leave it with me so I get a guy who was new on, who, he was new on, uh, all round solitary you could be in solitary confinement and have a radio you know but you wouldn't have your radio if you were kicking off so you can have a radio if you're in solitary confinement just to just to, to pacify you. So I say to and the batteries were PP nines, they were quite big batteries that the prisoners used in the day because they lasted a lot longer. So I said, he's gonna be a favour, swing me the battery over. He said, Well, first, he's just swing over. And each cell had a a cast iron um shelf, bevel shaped cell that was inserted clean into the, the the walls and the walls are made of granite, granite, granite brick. So he's given me a and a I've wrapped up a bit of material and, and I've smashed this cast iron shelf and it's broken into a couple of good pieces, one one sharp piece in particular. So I'm I'm grafting through through the cell wall. I've covered my spy hole up and I'm grafting through the cell wall you know quietly, you know, grinding, you know, rather than boom boom boom. Because I know this the guards be a guard here that are going to come up and, and they're going to pounce me. So Joe McGrath's like to me, he said, what are you up to Johnny? And I, I, I went up to the window and I, I "So this is what I'm up to. He went, how did you get that fucking, how did you get the cast iron thing off? I said, I've used that I've Used that battery, he says, fling it like me. So he's got his, he's got his shelf off, he's battered his cast iron shelf off. So he said, whereabouts, whereabouts are you dinging in the wall? So we done a feet measurement and a chest measurement. So many feet along for the window and so 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 high up. And the, and the two started started, started grafting as well, and it was fucking bouncing when the first wee hole came, and we could touch, and we could touch each other's fingers. Ah, yee ha! What fuck do you still fucking locked up? But what what an achievement it was. Mm. So we we, we get this we these granite. I get to see granite blocks out, and and the cell doors open in the way steel cell doors and the punishment block open in the way. So I'm taking these, I'm taking these these bricks out. Once you've got one out, you're gone, you're away. So I'm putting these big blocks for 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 the wall up at the window, straight down so they can't so they can ram the door in easily enough. you know what I mean? And then by the time they realised what happened, me and Joe had half this fucking wall down. So anyway. It, the screws at my, the guards at my spy hole, and I've covered it up with a bit of paper. He's like, Clear the spy hole. And I was like, Nah, said, clear the spy hole, fuck off. He he's shouting, you in there? I'm shouting for him for the next cell. He says, you in there? And I'm like, no, I'm in here. So he's went to Joe McGrath's spy hole, and he's got, and I was lying at the bottom of the bed. I was lying at the bottom of the mattress with a big exaggerated roll up, and Joe was lying at the tower. I said, I told you to get my fucking mattress back. <laughs> So the next, the next day, when they and they got to and they got us away, but when they went to the punishment block, I see the guy for the Home Office, a big tripod, with a camera, and they were they were t- they couldn't even believe it. They were taking photographs in the in the, the hole that I would put in there. So they thought I was some sort of genius, some sort of an escape artist. Not an actual fact, I was just a fucking desperado with talent. Do you know what I mean?
0: I've got a question for you, then. So there's no snitch policy. Yeah. But well, they were asking you basically to snitch on the guards that hadn't yeah. been involved. Aye. But then you've got the an us versus them mentality of the prisoners versus the guards. Yeah. I'm sure some people are gonna be thinking this. Yeah. If you'd have sacrificed the guards, if you'd have snitched on those guards and dropped yeah. them in it, yeah. you wouldn't have got three years added on, would you?
1: Aye, no, we were only getting granted immunity for the we were only getting granted immunity for the for the for the for the for the, the courts. We were only getting granted immunity for brutality. Yeah. Repercussions for the prison. I see, so your immunity, you
0: already had your immunity from getting the brutality. Aye, aye. But I if you'd have it. dropped the guards in it, you wouldn't have got... You would still have got your three years consecutive. Aye. Oh, aye. Aye. Okay, gotcha.
1: But that gotcha. wouldn't have made you a real snacks if you'd have stopped the guards and. Because you
0: snitched on the snitches, but well, that's a good thing, snitching on the snitches.
1: You can you drop them in it. You yeah? can snatch on the snitches. This one is, is going to blow people's minds. Honestly, you, you, this story is you, you just can, getting... You can, whoa! You can snatch <laughs> on the snitches. Okay. Anyway...